Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. It's all connected. Everything. you missed the last episode ken what what's your reader's digest version of your opinion on spider-man finally coming home to the mcu um i'm excited about it i'm interested to see what they do how they do it um i've heard different things people are saying they want to make it the miles morales version or you know, reboot Spider-Man yet again in general, put him in high school, which I think is fine in general, but I think it has to be Peter Parker just for the general movie audience. Um, you know, the comic fans would love to see one of the other versions, but I think it's got to be, you know, Pete. Um, but I agree, it has to be, I think it needs to be a different Spider-Man from uh, either of the two we've seen already just to uh, make a clean, kind of a clean break. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that was pretty much what we summed up to uh, as well. I saw a video today, somebody, I think it was on, on io9, but I don't know who actually did the video. They cut together some footage of the Battle of New York and the Avengers with some Spider-Man scenes, and I couldn't tell if they were just from uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 or a little bit of both. I think it was all just the same movie because the costume looked about the same in all the shots. But basically cut them all together, and so it made it look like Spider-Man was there at the Battle of New York interacting with the Avengers. And by and large, it looked, it looked pretty good. They did a pretty good job with it. Yeah, I saw a few bits and pieces of it. I haven't actually sat and watched the whole thing, but I saw some animated GIFs and things like that running around. And yeah, the the edits and the cuts look pretty solid. Yep. So I'm uh, I'm looking forward to see how we do with them. I think I also saw somebody a rumor that they were doing a reshoot or something to include them in Age of Ultron, which I highly doubt. I think that's probably done now. Not that they couldn't do it, but I think we'll. Did they ever say exactly it will be Civil War, or is that just the most obvious? Yeah, they haven't officially come out and said it will be Civil War, but they're saying he will appear before his next movie. There's only two movies, uh, uh, well, there's only three movies that come out before that happens. Age of Ultron, which is film complete at this point, right. unless they do some sort of cameo. Um, yeah. Which I don't think that would, I think they're talking like full-blown appearance, not just some you know, casual cameo yeah. in the background. Uh, Ant-Man, which, again, filming complete, doubtful that they would want yeah. to... I, I don't think it would fit as, as neatly into that story as it would into Avengers. And considering Spider-Man's role in Civil War, the uh, Captain America Civil War is, makes the most sense. Yeah, and like we were saying, too, that, you know, Ant-Man's trying to establish itself as a new property. You don't really yeah. want to muddle the waters with nope. people... You know, second guessing and putting the focus on Spider-Man and not on that character, which I'm assuming they hope to grow into bringing into the fold in the much you know larger yeah. scope. I think the challenge is going to be though with Civil War is yeah, as as comic readers we know Spider-Man's role in Civil War, we know what he did, but we also understand that that was. Um, uh, 
preceded by a lot of history of Spider-Man and Iron Man and Captain America and a lot of trust being built between them. So now we're going to, for all intents and purposes, introduce Spider-Man to the MCU and rush into this trust and get this this thing to happen, if that's how they, they, they use them, um, all in the same movie, which is going to be a little... Uh, uh, it, it could be a challenge. I mean, they could just go right in and say, oh, hey, Spidey, yeah, we, we've known you forever off camera, so it could be that simple. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, that's the big question. Uh, I even speculated last week that I wonder if they're going to drop the Captain America name in front of it and just call it Marvel Civil War. Um, Maybe. Because they, yeah. you know, the, the branding is so prominent to say Civil yeah. War and the Captain America is kind of minimized. And with the addition of Spidey, I was, uh, I was curious about that. Yep. Now, what's your favorite meme as far as the Star Civil War? They take those couple of frames of uh, the Avengers of uh, Tony and Steve doing the stare down, and Man. I've, seen, I've seen things from uh, it's pronounced Jif Civil War. Yeah, that's to, a good one. To um, uh, Cumberbatch is a better Sherlock. It's a tie between that one and <laughs> my father never loved me, and then Steve saying he loved me. So oh, yeah, those okay. two are my favorite, and it's hard for me to de- to decide which because they're both so spot on. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. But this is so it's all connected. Yeah, we're not here to talk about uh Spider-Man the MCU or yeah. memes. Episode 49, so we're one yep. away from 50. Which means uh it'll probably yeah, be just it, another episode. And you know what, if it wasn't for your um the special edition Spider-Man coverage, episode 50 would have been the final episode of Agent Carter. Yeah. But it's not. It's going to be the penultimate episode. No, blame that Marvel Sony news on no I blame you because you couldn't wait to just talk about it on this show you had to do a special hour long show just on that I was chomping at the bit I know you were and I was I was like censoring myself from Facebook and everywhere else because <laughs> I was just like man I save it for the show uh, all right so uh Agent Carter a sin to air episode six of the eight episode run yes um one of those, one of those, um, moving the pieces into position episodes. Like, uh, yeah, you know, I'm not gonna say a lot didn't happen because definitely we had a couple, of big, you know, good reveals in it. But um, at the end, we just needed to get Carter uh, into custody so we can go on to the next thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the big thing, a couple takeaways. I thought it was interesting that they clearly showed Dottie as an adult in Russia at um, Finale. I'm assuming it's it's Finale or. Uh, in 1944, um, you know, I didn't look at her that closely. That was that was Dottie. Yeah, that was definitely Dottie. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, and uh, one of the things is the doctor, Doctor uh, Ivchenko, uh, mentions that Leviathan's been around since the Great War. Which, at this point, I'm pretty sure they still called World War One the, Great, the War. Great War. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that means it's Leviathan isn't kind of a new thing, and and given what we saw, well, considering um, uh, Dottie's age, yes, um, when she was younger, it would have been either before or the early, very early days of World War Two, World War One. Well, that would have been World War One. She's only a matter of ten years. Yeah, well, if forty six, so yeah, well, I guess in between. Yeah, in between. Oh, in between, certainly, but definitely after World War One, though. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. You know, yeah, because I mean, that would have been the 30s. Yeah, because in Europe, the war started uh, earlier than than it did for us. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, what I'm saying. Yeah. 
but yeah, but so that they, they they mention that, and then of course they you know we get the whole recruiting scene, you know, where they just kind of line every everybody up and yeah, yeah, that kind of played out exactly how I expected it to. Yeah, you know, I guess the biggest thing with Ivchenko is or was that, uh, and this this is the biggest reveal for me for the episode that he was pretty much uh, like everything that led he up to this point. Them. Yeah, it was it was all planned. You know, you that, know, and he seemed too eager. I didn't mention in the show, but I thought he was seemed a little too eager to to jump in bed with uh, SSR and get out of there. Yeah, but but at the same time, I mean, I could. It seemed reasonably plausible as well. But I, I tell you, during the whole setup, I mean, they're trying to make us believe that Dottie was gonna was gonna was gonna kill him. Um, I was just kind of yawning, saying, "Up, oh, you know, this is obvious," and I should have realized it was too obvious, and that was a misdirect that she was actually going to use the the sight and the scope to communicate with him. Yeah, that was one of the things, too, that I kind of... She did not look natural holding that gun. I mean, granted, she wasn't using it as a gun. Right. Um, but she did not look very natural holding that weapon. And for somebody that's trained, supposedly trained the way she is, I mean, you, you compare that to, like, uh, you know, Black Widow in in the Iron Man movie and in the Avengers and, in you know, in Winter Soldier... Scarlett Johansson is a lot yeah, it better matter training. what the weapon is, yeah. she's going to be be yeah. And part of that could be it's just it's a TV show. They don't have time to send somebody to, you know, weapons training for 3 right. months before shooting. Um but but again, it was just something that stood out to me. She just didn't look very natural holding that weapon. It didn't look yep. very believable, I guess is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Um but I I thought the bit with, you know, Peggy and uh Jarvis kind of reconciling and then going through, uh, going to the jewelry store and then interviewing every woman that uh, that Howard had been with, and I just thought it was funny. I mean, obviously they're they're overplaying that whole bit with Howard being such a ladies' man, and you know I th- I like when Peggy was crossing off the list. She's like, okay, these people are all you know movie stars and socialites, and you know, and just crossed a bunch of them off the list. Right. Um, it was kind of funny that she wanted Jarvis to go with. Um, and as each woman slapped him, she got to look at the wrist to see if if, if uh, she had handcuffed herself. Yeah, I, I think it was a uh, uh, a nice little bit of comic relief to kind of you know lighten up the you know relieve some of the tension or at least uh, relax us a bit before the uh, the big fight scene and of course the arrest of Peggy that was going to come shortly after. Yeah, yeah. But I and then Dottie, of course, like we mentioned, uh, she finds that dentist's office. Uh, and she uh, goes to town on the dentist with the drill, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, just because his office happened to be kind of bird's eye view into Dooley's office, which I thought was weird. It's like you, you go through this whole bit at the telephone company to make a secret entrance for people to go in, yet the office windows face right out onto the street. Uh, yeah, I thought he was a little too comfortable with letting him go to the window. It's like, yeah, you know, I was expecting him to say, you know, step away from the window or whatever, but... A little too comfortable with him just kind of wandering around in general, but I mean, I guess at this time we've got you know the whole Operation Paperclip probably into full swing, right? You know, so the government was pulling over scientists from you know Germany and Russia left and right as as fast and as furious as they could. So yep, and and, and he thought they had a legitimate lead on on Leviathan, which sure. they did, and he was definitely giving them some benign secrets or at least facts that was able to uh, keep them interested. Um, 
know, but once we got the reveal of the, him being still being uh, an agent of Leviathan, they went pretty heavy into him using his uh, uh, hypnosis techniques and other techniques to uh, subvert the uh, first Dooley and then later um, uh, Yauk. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, again, interesting. We get a little bit more backstory into Dooley. We find out that his wife cheated on him yep. with somebody that was 4F while he was off you know, fighting in the war, and he's still bitter. They didn't make it sound like he'd left her, just that I got the impression that, you know, because of the children and whatever, that they were still together. Yep. Yeah, but that's he's, what I got. you know, he's just, you know, kind of poor in his work. Yeah, bitter, bitter about it as well. Yeah. What did you think of the doctor's technique for hypnosis? Did you think that was a little too hokey, or did you just think, you know, we've seen people going under hypnosis in TV shows and movies for as long as there's been TV and movies, and this is just another method for that? Just another take on it, given that the using the ring, I guess it was, to make some kind of little white noise to kind of relax his brain while he gives him suggestion seemed definitely, um, you know, I don't know about hokey, certainly, you know, uh, um... A little technical, you know, give a little little, um, you know, t- technology of the time, I guess you would say, you would say, but you know, it wasn't like he went out of his way to, you know, get a pocket watch out or something that that's easy. Right, right. Yeah, it was it was it was borderline eye rolly to me at first. It kind of took me aback, and then I kind of thought about it more, and I was like, well, you know, we've seen, like I said, we've seen this many times before, so it wasn't that that big of a deal. But yeah, I mean, it, they played a little bit heavier with. Um, with Yauk, when you know, he yeah. started to get distracted and almost break out of it, he, he'd be able to pull him back a little a little too hard, I thought. In fact, I was almost thought he was going to pull him back so hard that he was actually going to break this, break the uh, connection. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, to me, it seemed a little more believable with Dooley because it seemed a little more subtle. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, you know, it, it got broken up with there, which I thought was cool. Um, but the bit in the diner, I really, I actually really liked the bit in the diner when. Peggy and Jarvis are there and Peggy realizes, you know, she has a bit where she says, you know, uh, isolate the, you know, the, the citizens or the, the, the public and get them out of harm's yep. way. I was actually getting flashbacks to the scene in, uh, Age of shield when they were surrounding the diner to get, um, um, uh, what's his name? Brett Dalton ward. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was, that was actually pretty cool that she noticed that. And then she tells Jarvis, you know, Hey, we, you know, bar the door. We've got to find a way to get out of here because basically the jig is up, and they they figured it all out. They know exactly who I am, which is yeah. which is what broke Dooley's con- uh, concentration because Sousa came yep. in and at the he didn't actually say it. We cut the commercial, but but you know it yeah, was basically is important. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and points to both uh, Sousa for just following the the, the the doing the the detective work and doing the field work to 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 break the break the case and get to to Carter. Um, but also points to Thompson for, you know, using um, his experience, his his recent experiences with Carter, to not underestimate her. Yes. And uh, you know the whole scene in the alley when he goes out there, and uh, you know he 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 knew she wasn't going to be taken easy. You know before that trip to Europe, he he might have been right in the diner there and would have got his his ass beat right then and there too. Sure, sure. But um, you know he he knew better now and. Um, but still, still managed to fall for her, and he still got too close to her. Yeah. And, and she was able to put him down. Yeah. I, backing up just a little bit, there was that scene in the diner where she grabs the tray and throws it at the agent. I thought that was kind of a nice a nice yeah. little callback to, to Captain America. So that was cool. Yep. 
Yeah, I think we're going to have that just shows she's a very capable fighter. And I think before this series is over, we're going to have a, a full on fist fight between her and Dottie. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty much a given at this point. Yep. What did you think about? So the one thing that kind of, again, a little bit of a head eye rolly kind of moment is she knocks out Thompson. She goes to run down. Sousa gets the jump on her and she's able to talk him out of letting her go. And it was just like if he was going to be so easily convinced that she wasn't in on it, why would he have gone to Dooley first and why wouldn't he have tried to confront her? and get her side of the story. It just seemed a little weird. Like, he rats her out, he has her cornered, and then he lets her go, and then later in the episode, he's all for tracking her down again. It just it seemed oh, a little I don't inconsistent. Think, I don't, yeah, I don't think he, he let her go so much as he, as she said, you're not going to shoot me. He, he just doesn't have it in him to shoot her, and he certainly is in no position to be able to chase her down or, or, or physically take her down. Yeah. Um, so, so it comes down to my only choice is to shoot her or let her go, and I can't shoot her. Yeah. I, you know, so he really just didn't didn't have have a, a a a way to apprehend her on his own. You know, even when she was knocked out and he was the one checking at her, you know, what's he going to do? You know, help her up? He, he had to call Thompson over, like, you know, hey Thompson, I need some help here. Yeah. So, so yeah, that that wasn't you know, it wasn't that he let her go so much as he didn't have any other choice. True. I, I don't know. I guess I read, maybe I just read a little too much into it. I just kind of, the look on, uh, the look on his face just kind of seemed to me that he, he was kind of buying it. Like he was. No, no, I don't think he bought it at all as much as he was just frustrated that he couldn't, he couldn't act on, he couldn't do what he needed to do hmm. as an, as an agent. He couldn't apprehend her. Gotcha. You know, he, he really thought, you know, hold her at gunpoint, you know, she would do the right thing and he let her down. That's why it's like, please don't run. That's how you know, otherwise I'll know it's true. You know, he, he just didn't want to believe it was true or thought she would stay and explain herself. But, you know, she's got a mission and her mission is to, you know, find the truth. And they all have the same mission. And I think that's a lot of what this next episode is going to be about is, is finding that uh, uh, where that common ground is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dooley or yeah, Dooley is already almost there with you know Howard not being the the bad guy he's probably the one most um willing to actually hear her side of the story at yeah. this point yeah because he, he has more information than anybody else has at this point yeah or at least he's been able to put connect some of the dots and he's starting to see the same picture yeah I agree there I, I I think he's doing what he has to do he knows she has to be apprehended if nothing else so he could get to the bottom of what exactly is going on so right uh, yeah, but I agree. I think I think he has the most doubt in his mind about any uh, as anybody as to as to what's really going on here. Uh, and and then they get back to the Griffith and they have that whole bit there again. Another kind of cliched moment is she goes out on the ledge. She starts watching, walking on the ledge. One of the bricks cracks. You know, yeah, it, it's just yeah. like oh god, here we go. Yeah, here we go. Um, you know, they they didn't drag it out though. I mean, one no. thing that was one of my concerns about the whole concept with the Griffith was it was it going to become this this joke? But I think they played it really well this whole time. Uh, yeah, we had a little hokey stuff with when Howard Stark was hiding in the elevator and that, but for the most part, they didn't play up the the ten o'clock curfew or the the yeah. moment on the opposite floor. They didn't play it too too bad. In fact. It worked out really well, you know. You know, she was all offended and upset when the police were trying to, you know, went upstairs, and uh, they finally, you know, just finally said, "You know, get her out of here." But it was, 
uh, I was I was pleasantly surprised that they didn't um, overdo it with with the Griffith as a as a location. Yeah, I, and I thought the one moment I had that I I laughed to myself a little bit was when Dooley uh, at uh, SSR headquarters was yelling to everybody about Carter being a fugitive and. Uh, I just kind of had the whole Tommy Lee Jones. I want to search oh, every yeah, so did I. Yes, hen yes. house, outhouse. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep, house. yep. I had the same thought. It was really funny. <laughs> yep, yep. I gotta find some pictures of some some just in general men in nineteen you know forty six for that era because one thing's been bugging me. and I finally figured out that something's been bugging me this whole time. They wear their ties so darn short. It just you ever notice it's like you know their ties are all like you know like three inches above their their belt it, it's it's it bugs me yeah that's it yeah i never i guess i never paid, paid it, it just it just i mean i couldn't figure out i mean first they're wide ties which i would expect from the time period but i, right. I never expected then they're all it's all of them it's not just like you know the like you know one guy who wears a sloppily it's like they're all they're all just wearing it short yeah, it just funny. may just be the style or whatever but yeah it's funny i'm i'm watching boardwalk empire and it takes place you know prohibition atlantic city and everybody wears the shirts with the button on collar so the shirt doesn't have a yeah, collar they actually button right. on the collar and then button on the the cuffs you know the, so it's just kind of funny it's like i know i guess i never paid attention right i mean you see people yeah. always with the with you know they have a black shirt and this white collar and white cuffs and you're just like well that looks funny and yeah. i guess i never put two and two together that they'd actually just snap <laughs> that on <laughs> right 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 so she obviously peggy needs to go back to the griffith to get the blood she needs to get steve's blood yeah. Uh, because the SSR, she knows the SSR is going to go there, and when they do go there yeah, to figure out where it. she is, they're going to turn her place upside down. So, yep. Th- I that part I like because uh, it, it, it's obvious that she would go back there, and they gave her a reason to have to go back there that actually made sense in the episode. It wasn't just her. Um, oh, I forgot my purse or whatever. Yeah. Y- yeah, yeah. I mean, there is a legitimate reason that she would risk getting caught to yep. go back to her room. Uh, so I thought I thought that was pretty well. Yeah, she gone. could have been long gone otherwise. Absolutely. Yeah, if it wasn't for the blood, yeah, she there'd be no reason for her to go back there. Uh so that was the, they they did a pretty good job of of putting that, you know, put those pieces on the board to make her, you know, go down that route. Um and then of course she's able she almost gets away and then Dottie catches her and kisses her with the magic lipstick and it knocks her out, which yeah, and I, I forgot Dottie took that. You yes, know, she found it when she was. I forgot about that. That was the same lipstick that Peggy used when against uh, Spider Raymond. Yep, yep, yep. And just as she's about to, to you know, slit her throat, that's when the SSR comes in and snatches yep. her off. Yep. So listen, day. Now I saw in the preview that it looks like Dottie's going to be full uniformed. You know. Back on that, back on duty now. Yeah. So that should be interesting to see without having the, uh, the, uh, the cover, the undercover uh, pretext going on. Yeah, yeah, because Dottie's fully moved out. Angie, I mean, that was one of the things we saw was yep. Angie went back to Dottie's room to get her for dinner, and she's completely cleared out. So are we pretty much confirmed now that yes, in fact, it was Dottie who killed the other agent? Yes. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I can't see any other. Yeah, I mean, a, they any other solution? They all but said it was going to be this this person. So yeah. Now, do we think it was Dottie, the one, the same woman, the same agent that they that that, that Peggy was actually chasing down, who was would have been with Howard? You think it would have been Dottie, or do you think there's another another one in play? No, I think it's the same. I think it's one and the same. Right. Yeah, I I, I definitely think it's it's one and the same. Okay. 
I mean, I didn't have any reason to think one way or the other. I just wanted to get your opinion. I yeah. Think, I think you're right, though. And that's going to set us up for for next week when, uh, you, like you said, Ken, I think I think this is going to be the resolution to them figuring out that Peggy's not a traitor. She's able to explain herself. And then we have the finale, which kind of everybody's, you know, back in the good graces and they all have to work together to figure out how they're going to either stop Leviathan or stop Dottie or Dottie and the doctor or however that, that ends up playing out. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see that now the doctor, um, uh, I mean, he, he, he got the agent to basically leave and go, you know, effectively kill himself. That was, that was crazy. That was crazy. That was brutal. And that's, that jumped out at me too, because a lot of, um, uh, other you know hypnosis stories or plot lines always makes a point of saying you know you can't no matter what you do you can't convince somebody to kill themselves. Um, but that certainly wasn't a, 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 a limitation in this in this story. Yeah, and I'm I'm assuming that the doctor just figured once he cut snaps out of it, he's there's no way he's not going to know that the doc set him up to to all this. Yeah, yeah, he'll he'll either remember whatever. So yeah. Had to do that, but the doc. So where's the doc now? Did he in fact get to the room and get escape, or is he still going to be in the building at this point? I think he's still. Yeah, I think he's still in the building. I think. Okay. Yeah, as I, as I remember, he sent the agent out to go whack himself and, um, or step out in front of the truck, and uh, he ended up sticking behind. So. Yeah. Okay. So he's still he's still a factor. Mm-hmm. And obviously, with them interrogating Peggy, uh, I wonder if if we're going to see another round of them. Uh, Morse coding each other, Dottie and the and the doctor oh. to communicate. Well, it'll be difficult for her to go to the same location, I think, because by the time um, you, even a day passes, someone's going to will discover the dentist. Yeah, you would think. So, so it's going to be difficult to find a, a new perch unless you just just go to another floor. Right. So we'll see how that plays out. Yeah. So, what do you think oh, yeah. overall? You know, overall, I'm going to give it a you know, probably a three. Yeah, um, you know, I enjoyed it. It's a nice way to spend some time. Um, I gotta tell you, I'm 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 enjoying it. At least it's filling the gap until Agents of Shield comes back. But I'm I'm ready to get back to the presence. Yeah, I'm starting. Agents of Shield. I'm hearing that a lot as well. It's it's. I, yeah, I don't know if it's a combination of maybe my expectations were a little too high for this series, and just I love that character so much uh, that I think this series is falling a little bit flat. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to say I'm ready to jump over and join the cast of uh, our sister podcast, the ZCTV podcast. But I, I will say that Agent or uh, Agent Carter is, is not the highlight of my Tuesday nights right now. No, that's that's a fact. Yeah, that is an absolute fact. Uh, I, I I can't disagree with you there. But yeah, to, for me, it's you know, it's good and solid. You know, like I said, I, I'm I'm glad it's on. You know, I I you know, I definitely I can't tell anybody. You know, you shouldn't watch it. No, but it's it, like I said, it's just it's not quite what I thought it would be. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of people, you know, like like the first season of Agent Shield, you know, it definitely had its its stumbling points, and some people ask the question, like you know, hey, if you'd rather watch Agents of Shield or, or Arrow, you know, which would you which would you pick? And uh, you know, some people would say Arrow. I always said Agents of Shield even then, but right now, if I was asking about that Agent Carter, I'm like, yeah, I guess I'd rather I'd rather watch Arrow. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I mean, it's 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 really which one would I rather watch first? I mean, I'm going to watch it no matter what. But yeah, and it'd be interesting. I'm really curious to see if they 
renew this for another season? My guess is probably not. I think this is going to be a one and done. I'm I'm thing. less concerned if they renew it. I just want satisfaction that it does, in fact, and I've been saying this from the beginning, that it does end with the creation of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Peggy Carter in the position she deserves as the founder of S.H.I.E.L.D. As long as it ends like that, I will be satisfied. Yeah. It, whether, whether or not anything comes after that, um, I don't care. Right. Uh, or I'm less concerned with. I, I just want to know this wasn't for nothing and that I'm seeing the beginnings of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, that That's really what I was in for. I, I will be, no matter how good these next two episodes may be, if that doesn't happen, um, I will probably say I am, you know, underwhelmed at best, if not disappointed by the whole thing. Yeah, and it's kind of tough too because if they if they and I, yeah, I well, I guess we'll just have to to wait and yeah, see how that yeah, how that yeah. goes. I don't want to I don't want to over speculate at this point. Yeah, no, no, I don't either. And and I think um, I could definitely see them doing the same thing next season. You know, take the the three month break. Put this on for eight weeks, seven weeks, whatever, and um, uh, it, it's it's definitely a good fit for that. It ser- it serves a purpose, tells a good story, um, does not really advance the overall MCU. It definitely gives it some background. We had some good stuff in here so far. Um, additions from in addition to some, some some things with Peggy Carter and the SSR. The um, the highlight for me outside of all that has been the. Um, um, you know, the precursor to the Black Widow program, the whole thing with Dottie and, yeah. and Leviathan. That's been um, very enjoyable for me to see that, to see that little bit of backstory. Um, but it doesn't do anything to advance the uh, the bigger picture. You know, just, I mean, look at Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I mean, they're, they're they're launching the Inhumans on the TV show. Yeah. that That's huge compared to what, what else uh, is coming, so... Yeah, I mean, the one thing I like, and I've mentioned this before, is I like the period piece stuff in general. I mean, setting this in this time period for me is is a big plus. I like that they have to find ways to do things um, more... uh, They have to find a smarter way of doing things because you can't rely on just picking up the cell phone, using the GPS, you know triangulating through social media and network presence and all this other kind of stuff. I like the fact that they can't warn people ahead of time of stuff. They can't, you know, it's, it's difficult to, uh, you know, get people, you know, from point A to point B and get information, you know, from here to there and and things like that. I, I like, uh, I like that. It's, it's, you know, we look at it's especially like spy movies and things like that. It's so hard to tell, you know, a decent story like that because everything is so connected now. It's right. so it's so easy in it, theory. It is all, it is it, it is all connected. <laughs> yes, exactly. The the, the but it, well, I guess one of the the things it's a study, it's a question of expectations. I mean, Agents of Shield has set us up for Agent Carter for the early days of Shield between, of course, the cameos this season of Agent Carter herself and Dum Dum Dugan to um, the end of last, the first season, and, be, and this season with uh, uh, Trip having all this grandfather spy gear from his Holly uh, Commando days, and we barely got any of that. Yeah. We got, we got yeah. Dum Dum Dugan, we got Carter, of course. We didn't get any of the cool gadgets, none of the cool toys. We got a couple of, you know, cool technology things, but a lot of that was from Stark himself. Right. You know, I, I was expecting to see... That I was expecting to see, you know, those like kind of you know gadgets in play, um, or at least see, 
you know, the guy inventing them. Like almost, almost uh, to have like a Q type agent who's like in a lab developing this stuff. You know, and seeing. I mean, that's the kind of stuff I would have loved to have seen. Yeah. Um, but again, it's a question of those were my expectations. I'm trying really hard, and I've been trying hard for the last five weeks to to enjoy for what it is, not for what it isn't. Um, a, a criticism that I've accused or uh, used against others who didn't like Agents of Shield, um, but that's definitely what I caught myself doing was not enjoying it for what it was, and uh, I, I, I'm I am enjoying it for what it is. It's just not what I what I wanted. Sure, sure. Well, cool. So we got a little bit of feedback uh, for this episode, not not too cool. much. So I don't know if you want to. We can do that now, and well, then we'll... yeah, let's let's do that now. I mean, we're 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 going pretty quick right now, so we got some time. Yeah, and then we'll finish it off with some news. Cool. Uh, so a couple couple posts here. Uh, Mary Kirk said, "I was giddy when it was revealed that Dottie had killed Agent Dead now, which I'm assuming she means Krasmansky. Yeah, right. Uh, um, she said, "I knew they dropped the mistress thing one too many times in that episode for it to be a coincidence." Now, is she suggesting that, that Dottie was the mistress in question? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I didn't get that impression, did you? Uh, I I didn't get the impression that it wasn't. Let's put it that way. It's, I mean, it, it's kind of one of those things where I, I think it could be interpreted either way. Uh, I'd have to rewatch it, but I don't think he, like, he reacted just because he got rear-ended by somebody. I don't think he realized, he, he didn't seem like he recognized the person who no. rear-ended him. No, 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 no. You know, so, um... Yeah, I, I don't, I don't quite think that's quite what's going on, but I, I do, I do agree. Like we said, that she is, of course, is the one who who killed him. Yeah. Uh, then the next comment came from our uh, podcasting brother Daryl Taylor, who said, "Why do you think this show did not keep all the audience from Agents of Shield? Great show, by the way. I never miss a podcast episode. Awesome. Thanks, man. Cool. Thank you. Uh, do you want to start with that one? What was the question again? Why do you think the show did not keep all of the audience from Agents of Shield? It's oh, it's 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 certainly not Agents of Shield. It just isn't. It's just not the same thing. Um, and uh, you know, I for the people who watch Agents of Shield, like me, who watch it because of the bigger MCU and the bigger picture, uh, definitely are going to watch Agent Carter for those same reasons. Um, but it's it's not Agents of Shield. It's it's just not. So. Um, I, I definitely can see why someone can even watch the first episode and say, nope, I'm good enough for me. I'll come back in March. Yeah, it's funny. I I honestly thought this would have a larger audience just because uh, just because her character... I mean, I mean, granted, Coulson was tied very close to the MCU. Um, her character's been pretty popular. Um, she's been referenced a lot. The funny thing is I've talked to several people... Uh, females mainly, my mom being one of them, who doesn't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. She's never watched any of these Marvel movies, but for whatever reason, she saw a promo for this Agent Carter thing, and she's all over it and watches it. Like, hmm. I don't know if it's the female lead. I don't know if it's the World War II setting. I, I don't know. I, and I didn't ask her. I should have asked her. But yeah. Um, but it was really just funny to hear my mom say that, because like I said, cool. she doesn't watch the other show. Um, and she doesn't watch the movies. I mean, if you know, she it, she just doesn't. Um, and I've talked to a couple other folks, um, just out and about, randomly, and they mainly tend to be females. And like, oh yeah, you know, I like that show. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can see it having that that kind of appeal. I mean, it want, you know, they they basically described it. If you want to have the the elevator pitch for the show, it's it's 
it's alias set in 1946. Right. Right. You know, and and that's 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 a pretty good description of it, I'd say. Um, so it may it leads me to believe so the the ratings are down from Agents of Shield, but not by that much. I mean, we're talking a tenth or two tenths of a point difference between Agents of Shield and and Agent Carter. Uh, I'm curious if it's just a different audience. Like if you if yeah. you had a Venn diagram of the audience of Agents of Shield and the audience of uh, Agent Carter, if maybe there isn't quite the com- like all of Agents of Carter from a viewership standpoint standpoint would fit inside yeah, Agents yeah. of Shield, but I'm curious if there's a slight shift, and that some people are just like that, like Agents of Shield have just no interest in in the period piece thing, and it's just a different audience demographic. Um, it certainly could be. Yeah, and and again, you know, we talk. I think a lot of it just has to do with the the type of of people that that typically watch the show and the binge watching and and things like that um again like agents of shield this show does much better in the dvr plus sevens um not quite as good as agents of shield but pretty close to it so uh so yeah i mean i just i i don't know i i you know again i think you know maybe people just you know they're in for agents of shield and that's what they're there for like you said, it's one is not the other, and that just that in and of itself is enough to right. make people not care enough to watch. Yep, could be. But I'm glad Daryl enjoys the show. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So that was pretty much all the comments. We had a couple comments on the, the Spider-Man thing, um, but I think we've at this point we probably beat this that topic to death, along with the rest of the internet. Um, so we do have a little bit of news. Um, the biggest news, I guess, came out yesterday, and uh, Drea DeMatteo is going to be on Agents of Shield as in a guest appearance, playing a character named Carla Faye Gideon, and uh, she is described as a gifted woman with a grudge to bear against Shield, who joins forces with Sky's father Cal. Um, so. We'll, We'll see. And, of course, cool. Drea DiMatteo was on, uh, she played Adriana on The Sopranos, and she was most recently on Sons of Anarchy. Uh, she was also in that spinoff uh, show that uh, that Matt LeBlanc had from uh, Friends called Joey. She was, oh, that was on for 10 minutes, I think? Yeah, she, yeah, uh, two seasons, but uh, she... Oh, well, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blinking, you missed it. Uh, yeah. She played Joey's sister uh, that lived on the West Coast, so... Cool. That's right. I, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of her as an actress. Yeah, I don't know her that well, so I mean, it's just another actor for me right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, the character does have ties to the comic, but I think they're just pulling the name and not really the character itself because okay. uh, she appeared in Daredevil. Uh, she has no powers. Uh, she was kind of in uh, her son. Her her son as a child, or she had a a, a boy, a, a, a small boy that was killed, uh, and I guess Daredevil. The, was looking into that and turns out she had an abusive husband and, and that kind of thing. So that was kind of her role. Um, but she appeared in daredevil redemption number one from 2005. It was part of the, when the Marvel Knights stuff in the comics were, were kind of in its heyday and everybody had a Marvel Knights title. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this was like a spinoff of the regular daredevil series that was going on at that time. A uh, little side story. Cool. So again, I don't, I don't think that, you know, they're like I said, they're looking at that same character, just pulling the name. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see. Um, Iron Fist got an official Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah. 
It's not John? Uh, no. No. Uh, shockingly, no. Uh, but it's at Marvel Iron Fist. Uh, and the, it's funny because the tagline says, coming to Netflix in 2015. Uh, oh, really? It says that. Yeah, but... That's interesting. Doubtful, but interesting. I would be highly skeptical that we're going to see Iron Fist in 2015. I, I, I'd be happy to see Jessica Jones in 2015. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think even that's going to be probably a bit of a Yeah, a it'd be like push. November. Uh, you, right, yeah. December I, 15th. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so I don't <laughs> see how this is... I expect we're going to see Iron Fist about the same time in 2016 that we're going to see Daredevil in 2015. I think. So what what do you think we'll see uh, uh we got of course we got uh Daredevil in April, maybe Jessica Jones later this year, Iron Fist maybe April of next year. Uh Luke Cage around the same time in 16 when uh Jessica Jones comes out, that gives us 2007, 2017 for the Defenders. That's what I think. Yeah, yeah. no isn't 2017 is that Infinity War or is that 18? No, 18 and 19 is Infinity War. All right, so we got some time between that. Good. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so n- not much there on the official uh, Iron Fist Twitter. Just pretty much retweeted a bunch of old stuff from Daredevil, from Jessica Jones, um, and then the Mike Coulter casting as Luke Cage. So right. Now, uh, speaking of speaking of uh, release dates and all that, I assume when you talked about Spider Man, you talked about the shifts in dates with the Marvel movies. Yes. Yes. That um, a lot of them, other than Infinity War one and two. Uh, all the other dates have pretty much shifted to accommodate this next Spider-Man movie from Sony, the standalone movie. Yeah, they basically, yeah, we we did talk about that last week. Yeah, okay. they they basically gave again another sign of the unprecedented cooperation. They gave Spider-Man the Thor Ragnarok slot, right? Which then pushed that, which yep. pushed everything else. So yeah, but that you know that's certainly I think can be accommodated, and you know it's a fine concession. Um, now I don't know if this came out late uh, or uh, if you recorded after this came out, but I read that they have didn't actually change any money to make this happen. This is just nope. all just uh, an agreement, basically saying, "Yeah, you can use them. We'll do this. You do this. Uh, shift the date, and we'll call it call it even." Yeah, this is like a brother-in-law deal here, man. I yeah, mean, this really. is like you know, yeah, you. Um, Cause that's the first thing everybody said was like, you know, how much was the check for? You know, but no, no money, no money has changed hands. Yeah. I think that Marvel's influence over the Spider-Man side on Sony is going to be a little bit more than what what they're leading on. I mean, they're like, no, they're going to have full creative control. Yeah, I highly doubt that. You don't bring Feige on as a as an unpaid executive producer yep. slash consultant if you're not going to let him have a heavy hand in what you're doing. Well, and the other thing is, um, as as influential as Amy Pascal is. She just basically lost a lot of ground, and sure. I don't think she has nearly the she would have nearly the influence as she once did uh, to say that. And I think it's a gift that she's still got going to be the producer on the Sony side, sure, uh, alongside Kevin Feige. So I, I think Marvel, like you said, yeah, Marvel's going to have a a much bigger hand in this than they're letting on believe. I think a lot of that's just saving face for Sony more than anything. Yeah, the one thing we didn't talk about when we. Uh, earlier in the week was that Avi Arad is out. So uh, on the well, Sony that, side, that, that alone's worth a drink. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I think there's kind of a, a bit of a, I think it's kind of in the, in an Avi Arad situation, like kind of worn out as welcome kind of thing. I think it's just, yeah, you know, you know it's unfortunate too, because I mean, yeah, he definitely, he's been there since the beginning. I mean, he's been there since the beginning. Um, 
you know, he would probably have us think that, you know, he was without him, there'd be no MCU. And that's probably true to a point when that in those early days, he definitely helped make the Iron Man deal happen and, and help get that moving. But after that was done, it was Kevin Feige who definitely, you know, led the charge and got it done. And um, I think if Avi Arad had any um, uh, more of a hand in it than he did, we'd have um, we would have had a lot more Spider-Man threes in the MCU and we would yeah. not have 11 movies out by now. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so a little more, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. news. Um, Adrian Palicki is now a regular. Oh, okay, nice. So she'll be in the regular cast now? And... Yeah, yeah. So she is a regular, not just a, not just a guest appearance, which I think nice. is awesome. That is. Uh, have you seen John Wick? I have not. She is in John Wick. Uh, okay. And she has a pretty heavy fight physical role. Uh, some of the behind-the-scenes stuff on the John Wick on the Blu-ray. Awesome. It sounds like since... The Wonder Woman thing, she has really got out of her way to basically do the action movies and the action uh, roles. Yeah, she and she, she's definitely proven herself, and it's it's uh, suits her well, I think. I, yeah, I agree. I agree. And she makes a point of saying how she loves uh, the physical stuff. She loves doing you know as much stunt work as she can get away with, um, the training and stuff like that. And they made a point of of saying that you know with when it when it came to her work on. Uh, John Wick that, you know, because she did, uh, obviously she did probably did some training for Wonder Woman. She was in the uh, G.I. Joe movie yep. uh, that she's got history with with some of the stunt stunt work and, you know, just weapons and things like that. Right. Uh, so she seems to enjoy that. And I think that's that's good news for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. And, and considering the uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how they resolve her her role. She's got this second mission, whatever that may be yet. Um, yeah. That that's good news that she's sticking around though. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm looking I'm looking forward to seeing to seeing that. Uh, did you see or did you talk about before? I don't think we did. Um, that May's ex husband will be on. You see who's playing him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blair, Blair, Blair Underwood. Underwood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she cool. tweeted out a picture of him going through In makeup. makeup or, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not that I'm assuming cool. they are adding the beard. That's why it was only half a beard, not taking the beard off. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> I, I got that as well. Yeah. Um, but we got uh, the other thing we got, and if you're sensitive to uh, us talking about, uh, I guess I don't consider it spoilery. It's just kind of synopsis for what's to come for the second half of the season and, and the, the premiere. Uh, we've got like official synopsis of of that. So, um, so uh, for for the for the second half, uh, it looks like it says after discovering an alien city with uh, ties to his resurrection, Coulson and his team destroy it before the forces of Hydra could claim its secrets eliminating the villainous Whitehall in the process. But new threats to the world have arisen, including Sky's father, Cal, who now seeks retribution against Coulson for stealing his revenge against Whitehall, a disturbing alliance between former S.H.I.E.L.D. agent Ward and Agent 33, the enigmatic Reyna, who struggles with her transformation into something inhuman by the alien obelisk and seeks vengeance, and Sky, who developed mysterious new powers from the obelisk, but whose last lack of experience with her new abilities may threaten the safety of those she loves. Yeah, I read that, and my first thought was, yeah, that's pretty much where we left off. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's not nothing really in there that's uh, spoilery or otherwise uh, even speculation. It's, it's that exactly describes how we left off. Yeah, and then it goes on to say, meanwhile, Bobby and Mac begin the next phase of of a plan, which seems to have grave repercussions for Coulson and his team, who are unaware that there's another mysterious force moving against them. And as Hunter is forced to make the biggest choice of his life, Coulson will find his mission threatened 
by this shocking endgame. Uh, I don't think... I, I know they say that there's another force moving against them, but I don't know that that's when it's all said and done going to be a bad thing. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm still convinced that their mission is, um, that they're not moving against Coulson and shield that they are. I, I frankly think that they're, that they're working for fury. Yeah. I, I, agree. I think flat out. That's what I'm saying that they're working for fury or Stark. And, no, I don't, th- I don't. I don't. I don't think Stark. I think it's. I think it's flat out Fury. Hmm. I think Stark at this point is still in the dark, and um, and and Fury's using them to keep an eye on Coulson. Period. That's yeah. that's where I'm at with them. I, it, um, yeah. I haven't seen enough to not trust her yet. Sure. On so, the little but, bit on the mid-season, pre- it says in the mid-season premiere epidemic, Coulson's team must deal with the consequences of their war with Hydra as shocking revelations. Threatened to tear them apart, and Hydra makes a dangerous move that may involve a traitor in S.H.I.E.L.D.'s midst. Well. That might be that might be uh, Bobby and Mac. Who knows? Could be. But we'll see. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think it's going to come out that they're Hydra or something. I'm, uh, I, 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 and, and, the, and with Ward, I'm, I'm still believing that Ward is... Uh, uh, some kind of anti-hero. He's methods. We can question his methods, but he's still he's working in Sky's interest, not if not Shields. And um, we'll see where that takes him. And I think that might put him at odds with Agent Thirty Three down the line. But we'll see how that goes. Yeah, yeah. I think that's going to be an interesting. And, and her looking like May certainly isn't going to add to. Yeah. Isn't going to help him. It's going to help you know confuse him even more, or otherwise get him keep him off balance. Sure. But that's about it. Um, yeah, but, two more weeks, and uh, I'm really looking forward to Agent Shield coming back. I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah. Then it's just a like I said, we've said it before, but kind of wild ride until we until uh, we get to probably to the end of the summer. So hey, so so um, not directly related to this, my wife and I have been uh, off and on when we have time. We've been watching, um, rewatching the entire series of The West Wing. And um, I'm up to four sightings now of uh, Clark Gregg starring uh, as FBI Special Agent Casper uh, on the West Wing. And every time he comes on, I, I tweet out or on Facebook something like, uh, hey, another Clark Gregg sighting. I'm just going to pretend he's actually Coulson undercover. <laughs> nice. But but really, it's, it just was – I mean, the first time it was a joy because I remember the episode. I just remember – I remember the character. I just didn't realize it was him, at the course, at the time because uh, he wasn't really on, you know, on my radar at the time when it was on, you know, God – 15 years ago now but um it's uh you know seeing him it's 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 clark Gregg, and you know what i'm beginning to more and more think that his agent colson colson is just him being him because yeah. just clark Gregg playing clark Gregg because it's the same manner as now he's playing the government agent in both both things basically but still it's 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 clark Gregg. it's great to see him i don't know how many more episodes he's, he may be on but um i'll keep an eye on for more for more sightings Nice. That that doesn't work so well uh, when you see him as he appeared in uh, The Shield as a murdering uh, <laughs> rapist of old ladies. No, so, I did. I, I never actually watched The Shield. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. It's uh, it's, so Agent Agent Coulson and the Thing are going to go at it, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Creepy. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. No, no. In the West Wing, he's definitely. Uh, he, you know what? 
His hair's a little shorter, like real, you know, high and tight, but otherwise it's it's it, it's Clark Gregg. It's Colson. Maybe that's why him and uh, Julie Dreyfus got divorced in uh, The New Adventures of Little Christine. <laughs> Maybe. Too much, too much time away from the wife and kids. Maybe. You know what? That was it. He was actually, you know, uh, was she a cellist in that? or? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he was in that too. I never really watched that one either, but I, I I knew he was on there. Yeah, yeah, yep. All right, cool. Well, I think that's all we've got. Oh, uh, I do have one thing that I wanted to bring up. Um, it was an oversight on my part from last week. Um, we actually two weeks ago, uh, episode forty-six, uh, or forty-seven, I should say. Uh, we mentioned James Gunn was on a podcast uh, and kind of quoted some stuff from that podcast and didn't name the podcast. Oh, okay. um, and uh, Steve Elliott on Twitter kind of said, hey, guys, uh, you, you should probably kind of quote the source. And I'm like, yeah, that's a good idea, because if we were quoted as saying something, I would want to be quoted as the source Absolutely. as well. Absolutely, we would. Uh, so uh, it. The, it's the Allison Rosen podcast, who I guess Allison Rosen, uh, she's been all over the place, but I guess she used to be, uh, and I'm not too familiar with her work, so if I'm if I'm not stating this properly, then shame on me, but um, I guess she was affiliated with the Adam Carolla show, like either as an assistant or on-air personality or um, co-host or or whatever her, her role was, um, and kind of broke off to do her own thing. She's, she's shown up on various media outlets over the years. Um, but she has a, a podcast that's called Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Uh, and it's had 359 episodes as of, uh, as of this recording, but, nice. um, it's at AllisonRosen.com and that's A-L-I-S-O-N-R-O-S-E-N episode 358, uh, James Gunn returns. So she had him on once before, I think it was right after sliver or, um, super one of either, I think it was probably super, uh, she had him on. So he's back on the podcast and that's where we got uh, a lot of information about him talking guardians too with her uh from the from there so so definitely check that out for the for the full scoop um over at allisonrosen.com very good thank you yep yep all right got any contact information to give out if everybody would be so kind as to check out our patreon campaign at patreon.com slash it's all connected uh, we have a few supporters right now uh, and we thank them greatly uh to help uh, help support the, the the podcast like uh john has mentioned last week uh we while we don't charge and we'll never charge for uh, episodes of the show to be put out uh podcasting itself is not free uh when it comes to hosting and um website redesign and components and things like that those things uh, cost a little bit of money um and uh you know currently we're we're kind of all splitting the burden out which which isn't isn't too big of a deal um we're happy to do it we we enjoy uh, bringing the podcast out to everyone but uh if you like what we do and want to give us a little value back head over to patreon.com slash it's all connected um and pledge as little or as much as you want i mean you could throw in a nickel an episode um and put a max in there and you patreon doesn't actually bill whatever payment method you have in until you hit at least a dollar in uh in contributions so uh, like I said, anything helps, uh, and hopefully we can hit some uh, goal thresholds uh, and and be able to do some even cooler stuff uh, that that Ken uh, specifically Ken and I would like to do. But yeah, until then, head over to hhwlod.com uh, for all of our 
uh, contact information. The article that goes up with this episode has all of the links to uh, all of the feed links, uh, the Facebook page, uh, Twitter, our YouTube channel, which Ken has been uh, tr- translating all of our audio into a YouTube video. So if, if folks are just like to, to hit YouTube and uh, have it playing in the background while they're you know, cleaning or uh, vacuuming or whatever it is they do, uh, they can certainly do that. Um, and until next time, uh, where we will be celebrating episode 50 and the penultimate episode of a- season one, hopefully, of Agent Carter. You owe me a quarter for that word. Penultimate? Penultimate. I do. It's a big word. Yeah. Good night. Good night. <laughs>